Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon, my American. Artificial intelligence non-drawing. Pardon, my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon, my American. What is up, everybody? What's up, Greg? We got a uh, kind of fun one today. Little, oh my god, a little different, a little out of our normal, right? Yep. Well, actually, not really out of our normal. We haven't discussed it for a while, though. It's been a while. Well, I mean, it's been seven days. <laughs> true, true that. Yeah, so uh, everybody, uh, I hope the week was was brilliant and bright and uh, You had flagrant. a great Valentine's Day. Flagrant. Yeah, so um, today we're going to actually be going deep into the biocentrism topic. That's like a, that's a, an extreme way of saying it. Um, the mind. The mind, the matter, the dreams, life, death, maybe. The realm. We kind of touched on this a tad bit, yeah. right, on our Instagram live the other day. Mm-hmm. But uh, last week, deep. well, last week I know uh, we we said we were going to have a guest in, and this week, you know, it's it worked out. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, last week he had the sniffles, and this week he's healthy. Yeah. So today we got the uh, well, he's been on here before a couple times. Jason Radcliffe. Yeah. What's going on, Jason? How you doing? Let's get you on here. There you <laughs> are. Buddy. There we go. What's yeah. going on, man? Well, I was glad to see that my people got together with your people and got the whole thing worked out so I could be here. It wasn't actually the sniffles last week is oh. why I didn't show them. Oh, it was There money. was some contractual It was, it was a financial yeah. disagreement. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. You're a difficult one. I'm well, not going to lie. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to get it up front because once everybody's on the same page, he, they know. He wanted uh, fresh Nikes. He wanted, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, just a lot of stipulations. Yes, my dressing room. You. I needed everything to be so even well. Yes, you, yes, yes, are on here for a reason because we've had you on here before. <laughs> yes, we've talked a lot about uh, dimensions and aliens, and you you read into this stuff. Yeah, you know a little bit about it that you uh, kind of gathered over the years. Yep, and uh, we had Super Bowl a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. Where those mighty Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They did. And during the Super Bowl, you two were deep in conversation. Yeah, Jason. Most of the game. Yeah. Jason was staring into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it was... And me, likewise. Walk, I wasn't... I was walk with me, Greg. I was not paying attention, me. but I, it seemed fascinating. <laughs> and then afterwards, you were saying that uh, you had to have him on. Yeah. Immediately. 
Yeah, you know, um, and before we take this deep dive, I want everybody to get on Instagram, uh, get on YouTube, and it's pardon underscore my underscore American. American. Yeah, there's a lot of underscores in there, but that's our our, uh, Instagram tag name. Uh, You can find us on there. Uh, We do a lot of videos. We do a lot of... um, Little docu Documerican. We have a Documerican series that we're starting now. It's mm-hmm. a uh, nice. Oh yeah. yeah, I really like it, man. Good I really like the video. Yeah, I just put one up about Neuralink and uh, it's Elon Musk's brain chip that he's putting in, and he's making everybody become robots. Awesome. So, and, uh, what's weird about that is the fact that he, of all people, is saying that AI could be the most dangerous thing. Yeah, even more than nuclear bombs. I know. So and yet he is continuing to go forward with let's uh, let's just chip everybody. Yeah. We're a bunch of fucking felines. <laughs> so it's very it's uh, you know it's it's cool. It's one of those things. But I think everybody should get on there. Uh, you get little nuggets like that. I don't think we're putting that anywhere else. Well, it's different than so. everything else we've done, and that's why I really like it, Greg. You do a great job on on researching it, and you your voice sounds great. Oh yeah, you got a great voice. Whoa, um, it's it a little in more I'll informative in than a normal podcast would be. Yeah, Whereas and it's we're commentary right now. Yeah, but you know it's it's a little more informative than that, and you know I, I actually think it's a good mix of stuff. You know, you yeah. learn something maybe. Um. So anyway, uh, get us on YouTube as well. Yeah, we we're gonna post these full episodes on there um in their in their whole entirety yeah so you can and watch clips us. we're gonna just start doing clips yep we're gonna start doing clips on youtube um so anyway that's that's the spiel and tiktok oh and tiktok, TikTok we are growing in tiktok right now oh, we yeah. are <clears throat> just hit three thousand, i think which is pretty good because we've only had it for what two weeks yeah if that if that and so not bad so anyway yeah just uh follow like and share share our stuff the more you guys share our stuff the the more it gets out there and then we're just spreading the content spreading the message and then uh we get more followers that way too yeah so we, we do really appreciate all the comments yes so anyways let's get into the a dreamy dreams mm. the dream of dreams i'm gonna let you guys take this one over a little bit to begin with because i feel like both of you are really into this and i'm still learning so okay. I'm, I'm going to be like the average viewer. If uh-huh. you will. I'm going to question you. Yes. And debate right. you. So, so that's where we're at. Okay. Right now. Well, so it all started because I was talking about dreams mm-hmm. and some crazy stuff kind of happening in, in the bedroom. And I'm not talking about the other type of magic. If oh. you know what I'm saying. Oh, no, baby. Oh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying, though, is uh, I want to just kind of walk through some of my dreams that I've had. Right. And then... Uh, Jason was like, well, that's biocentrism. That's just what Robert Lanza was talking about. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And yeah. so uh, I started looking more into it, and it's a fascinating topic. Yeah. So um, this this kind of all happened when I first moved into the house, like 2013-ish, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has to do with our house or if it's just, you know, time in my life. We know I also have kids now. So... I had a dream. Uh, one of my first dreams was uh, I was in this old, like, manufactured house. You could tell it was, like, empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the way that it was, like, manufactured, it was, like, real spacious and just kind of boxy almost. Um, there was a little section, like a sectioned-off room that you wouldn't be able to fit anything into. It, it was more like a little, like, kid's den. Yeah. But there was a big window and so we were sitting and looking at a wall. This was like me and, a, and I was a kid. And it was like me and like three or four other kids. And we went and sat in this little cubby thing. And we looked at this wall. And we were staring at the wall. And we're like, when, when is he coming? 
And we we're like, uh, I don't know. And, and we were looking out this big window because the, the whole wall was pretty much a window. And we were looking out of it and um, it the weather changed and it got real stormy and there was like lightning and all this shit. Okay. And then when I looked back over to the, at the wall, there was a freaking shaman, like Indian dude sitting there, paint, everything on his face, fucking feathers. And this was a dream. This is in my dream, dude. Okay, okay. And he he was like just staring at us. I like, lost the first part of that. And I, was, I, I was literally like, holy shit, bro. This yeah. is the biggest news I've heard in a long time. No, yeah. And he was like just staring at me like, or staring at all of us. Right. Okay. And then we we asked him something, but I don't remember what I asked him. And then he disappeared. And I thought it was Santa Claus for a second there. I was like, no present? What the hell? Right. And so... um that that one freaked me out and I was like what the hell does this mean you know as it, you know it was very vivid and yeah. that's the thing is like all of these dreams I have like five of them that I'm going to talk about so to recap you were in this big room house house mm-hmm. manufactured house looking out a window the storm comes and then a shaman appears yeah okay and that's the and end then, of that dream yeah he he says something but I don't remember what he says oh okay and then I had what I call my hell dream, Ooh. where I took a trip to hell. Ouch. I think it's hell, dude. I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it because the whole thing, the whole dream was uncomfortable and it was just like snap, like on edge, moving from scene to scene. Man. And so this, this was okay. a very vivid dream. And um, Were you scared? Not scared, but just uncomfortable. Anxious. Okay. It like an anxiety. Are you promoting hell right now by saying you were not scared? <laughs> I don't know. We got so the t-shirts push. coming out next yeah. week. But that is a good point, though. Uh, to, <clears throat> to everybody out there who's, uh, you know, they're they're religious. They believe in Jesus. Yeah. We're not going against any of that right now. No, we're not, I, we're not gonna, saying, you we, know what I'm saying? We get a lot of people that message us when we talk about religious aspects or life and death and shit. And recently we've had more discussions about it. And we get a lot of religious people, which God bless you. Uh, but you know, you kind of, I think a lot of them question whether we have good intentions. Like, are we saved? You know, we're like, right, listen, right. We all believe in God. Okay. In, in one form or another, um, we just don't go to church. That's it. All right. Yeah. So, um, we're not, we're not devil worshipers. Okay. Just stop with that. And <laughs> we're conservative and, guys, families and, we'll, and kids. We're just, we're, uh, we're looking at ideas right now. We're looking at theories, ideas, concepts. We're not saying what's right, what's wrong. Oh, that's hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? It's hundred percent. So we're just exploring. Uh, so Free thinkers. The, the hell dream, everybody. Okay. Oh, boy. So it, this started out where I was in a, a like a hotel room. Very dark, no windows. Mm-hmm. It was just dim, super dim. I remember green carpet. Like, oh, uh, like Grandma Shag? Yeah, like Grandma Shag. <laughs> carpet. Like, it was like a, uh, you know, corn, the Adidas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like that green, like bright green. Okay. And there was a dresser with like little knickknacks on it. I don't remember what this they, was. Hell. Well, I'm just saying. Wow. Man, I, I and then pretty time. good. Yeah. When I was a kid, I grew up in hell a lot. Because <laughs> I was two, there were there were two two beds. The seventies were hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So yeah, this sounds like my stepbrother's bedroom. Pretty fun. <laughs> but no, it's uh. So there were two beds in the room, and then people started coming in, and then it got a little uh, sexual. Oh. Like uh, there were two women having sex with a dude like intense sex mm. and it and it was like awkward because i was standing there like uh and i was like i'm gonna go look at these little knickknacks <laughs> did you have a boner 
I did. I, I think I did okay. in, the, in the dream. And it, it got, but they, they tried to get me like aroused. They were trying to get me into isn't this thing. A, isn't there a name for that though? Like a demon? Like that, the incubus, yeah. succubus. Yeah. Incubus okay. kind of stuff. Yeah. But, and then I was like, no, like I can't, this is not right. Like the, I don't feel comfortable right now. This is not good at all. So it's, was this re- recently? No, this was probably two, three years ago. Okay, so when you were having this dream, were you yelling out like, I'm a married man, and your wife was <laughs> freaking out because she's like, what is he dreaming about right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please don't touch me there. I'm married. <laughs> Listen, demon woman. <laughs> yeah, I think I was saying, I'm not gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I didn't say it was the women touching me, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Get over here, boy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. It, yeah, yeah. It, there, there was no gay okay. sex. Okay, not that but, that's bad. So, so the women were trying to lure you in. Yeah. Okay. And it it felt dirty and right. it felt wrong and it felt, I mean, I didn't know who I was in this dream. I didn't know I was married. I didn't know there was no consciousness of my right. personal life. Right. And so I was just like, no, this is not, this is not right. And then I was like, I got to get out of this room. Like this is not for me. Okay. So I get out of the room and I go down some stairwells, right? And okay. I and I go into a different room that looks like a um, a greenhouse. It's a large indoor greenhouse. There was a pool. It was very humid in this room. Lots of plants. I mean, plant. It looked like a jungle growing inside of a house. But I could look up and see uh, the windows. Like it was like an enclosed room. Okay. And there was a woman in there trying to kill me. Oh. And she was hiding in like the the forest area. And I had to like fight her. <laughs> like, I don't know if I ever did. I don't remember fighting her, but I, I was That was evading. the intent, yeah. Yeah, I was evading her and trying to hide the whole time. I get you. And then I was like, damn, dude, I got to get the fuck out of this room. I was like, I just got to get out of this building. And so I, I found the exit of the building and then it turned into this street where I saw a bunch of people walking across this big bridge. And it was like cobblestone road. And the sky is what I remember the most because it was like a mixture of purple, pink, just the most vivid, beautiful sky yeah. that you've ever seen. And I was like, wow. And I just remember looking at everybody and like seeing like the shimmer of the sky on everybody as they're walking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had some people talking to each other, some people just walking alone. And I was just like looking at everybody and I was like, I'm just going to follow these people. I don't know where they're going, but it almost looked like Italy or like a, right. a Rome or, like you know, like the cobblestone. Everything was like white, right. made out of white stone. Okay. And I was like, OK. And then um, I went and sat at this table that was like it looked like a restaurant that was overseeing the ocean because there was a, a cliff with the the sun and it it almost looked like serene like heaven i was like oh this is nice you better know, than, much much better, better than where you were at right much the, better than the orgy uh right <laughs> you know whatever assassin I, mean, I was trying was it that's a, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. beautiful skies <laughs> but i i didn't i didn't feel uncomfortable anymore okay, okay but then it just boom it was like no you can't feel good right now you got to keep on feeling anxious and so like the scene changed and it was like a helicopter view of looking down at a, a three way street. So you had a one way mixed with like a, a, a crossing street. Yeah. 
And so in the middle of that street was a car just parked there. And it, my camera angle was a bird's eye view. And then all of a sudden I went down into the car and there was a terrorist in the car and he was yelling that he was going to blow everybody up. And the whole car was packed. And I was just like <coughs> crammed in there. And I'm like, what we're the? anxious again. We're and the, anxious. And again. the guy in the, in the driver's seat, he was whatever oh, the hell they're no. saying. Okay. And he had a bomb on his chest and shit. And I was just like, I got to get the fuck out of this car. And then he got shot. Like there were sniper units or like SWAT units surrounding this whole town. And like, I just, I got out of the car and I like was like crawling underneath it. And I was just like looking around. I was like, I got to crawl to this bush. And I just remember crawling, but bullets were like flying over my head and all this other shit. Grazing your hair. I don't, they, they it had some height. They better not yeah, have. Yeah. That's how they you spot you. Like, <laughs> I see hair. Yeah. And I turned around and said, not the hair, anything but the hair. And yeah. so, yeah, it was, uh, and then that is where I woke up and I, I was like, so that was all one dream. Freaky. That was all one dream. Okay, bro. Uh, first of all, you need therapy. Yeah. That, first of all, there's some, uh, I don't know what happened to you as a child, <laughs> but, uh, that shade carpet thing yeah. really, uh, yeah, it might've been. I don't know, man. I I I, I think that uh, that's a lot. First of all, because normally I don't remember dreams that well. Yeah, like you remember like yeah. big clips of dreams, right. and you're like, "Wow, what the fuck!" But like you were in like layers, man. Yeah, yeah no, and and then it uh, it was really just I remember the feeling more than than everything else. I mean, there were certain things that were very vivid, like visually, but the feeling is something yeah. that I can't really describe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's a real thing. I think the feeling of like dreams sometimes yeah. for me is what lasts. Because like I, I I have vivid dreams. I'm not going to get into them, but I have vivid dreams from when I was younger. And it, I remember the dream, but I remember the whether it was fear or, you know, like the, the yeah. that is what I recall the most about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know if it's uh, I think it's the consciousness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, where does definitely. That, where does that come from? And you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. So wait, <laughs> so what? Real quick, because I, I, like I said in the beginning, this is kind of your thing, you guys' thing. I know you're really into this. I'm learning, but yeah, what what does this have to do with the discussion today? Like, how does this tie in? So, like, when we're talking about, so what, what was the word that you used? That's, we haven't gotten to that dream yet. Oh, oh, there's the okay. biocentric. He's just so, la- he's just laying patience. the foundation. Well, can patience, you, I know, Dave. but I know, but come on, can you explain? <laughs> what that word is soon oh okay we're you got to be patient okay okay damn dude it's called building i building I, the... I am not gonna be that much longer everybody no no, no i know dave's good. getting no 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 ants in his no, no no i just uh you know there's a song that comes to mind you know lamb of gods walk with me in hell that's what i think of when you're talking about this well that was that one dream that was a long dream okay i have like two, how long ago was that one probably three four years ago. okay so are these all relatively recent yes okay so is it your house it might be. I don't know. Okay. So this next one, the, these happened all within this, like probably last year or two, okay. these, these sets of dreams. And these all have to do with aliens and mm. kind of uh, this subconscious level that we're going to talk about here. Right. So um, I had a quick dream. This was a very quick dream, but it scared the shit out of me. I remember waking up like, what the? And it was, uh, I was sleeping. And the door opens very quick and I see a shadow and it looks like my son, like the, the silhouette of my son. And I said, said my son's name. And then the thing 
came and attacked me and then I woke up but I was like what the you know what I mean like it, yeah. it was like a rush like that rush of a movie where yeah. it just like will move was it just like a black figure yeah it was a black figure okay. same size though as your son yeah and then um so uh, this was probably like a couple of weeks this all happened within a month I I think okay um someone grabbed my leg I felt like a, a hand pressure on my leg and it grabbed me and it said daddy in my daughter's voice. Oh, okay. And I Ooh. woke up and I was like, Hey Tiff, it's like, is, is our daughter in here? She's like, no. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> sure. Wasn't Tiff saying daddy. It might've been. I was like, well, in her dream, yeah. I was like, well, quit grabbing my ankles and calling me daddy. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of was weird. Right. Um, I had a dream about, I was in my old apartment, the, the apartment above the gym where mm-hmm. Tiff and I live for mm-hmm. a long time. We were looking out the window and we were having like a 4th of July party. I remember everybody was over there. Like yep. our friends were over there and we were just like kind of in this big room area and we were looking out the windows at the fireworks and stuff. And then I remember pointing up to a circle, like, you know, in the movies, like where they have those scenes where they're cutting out um, the window with that device with a laser. Right. Yeah. And it just creates that circle and they pop out. Um, That's what was going on. But in the sky, it was creating this laser type of hole, almost vortex kind of. And I and I remember looking up at it and I told Tiffany, I was like, look at that. Remember that. That's important. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know why. So then I remember going through that hole in the sky. And I I went into this room. And this was a, a very, like, the Matrix green. You know, like, it was like a blue filter camera. But it was like a blue-green room. Uh, the only thing in that room, it looked like a, a psychiatric ward. The only person in that room was sitting in a chair in the middle of the room, strapped to the chair, hands, hands and legs, no mouth. But the, then the eyes were going crazy. The eyes were like, get that, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. And uh, there's no sound coming from this person. I just like remember looking at them and then the door opens and like military people were coming in. And then I went back into the apartment with the 4th of July thing. And then there were balloons. Like, we were talking about aliens. And we're like, can you believe that they're, like, here? Like, yeah, well, what if they're not that bad? And what if they're, like, trying to send us stuff? And they were dropping balloons with stuff attached to it. Like, you know, like how we, like, you know, drop boxes of goods over in other countries and, and mm. like food and it's whatever. Like a, a gift box? Yeah. Oh. But there was chocolate. <laughs> it it might have been, dude. It might have been Valentine's Day. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's what happened. Yeah. And I just, I was listening to a guy right now who we can get into this in a little bit, but he was saying that planets are holes into other galaxies like it's not it's not like made of gas it's actually a light and the light that you're seeing is from that other universe and so i it just made me think ooh, well maybe that's what i was talking about i don't know yeah Hmm. anyway the dream that uh that really got this thing going this uh biocentrism thing yeah 
was the clinic death. I had a dream where I died in a clinic. Oh, okay. And so this one was all white, like fluffy, fluffy cloud white, like heaven white. Like where I was in this, another hotel room. It looked like a clinic, but there were two beds, like one, one bed and then uh, half a wall where, where you could still see like the feet of the other bed. Yeah. And then the other bed. And then, but I was the only person in the room, but I didn't know who was, who's supposed to be in the other bed. I didn't know. Uh, but I walked in and, you know, I went over to the mirror, you know, just kind of getting, you know, myself ready. And I remember looking in the mirror and in the dream, normally I don't see myself. I don't remember myself, but I saw me in, in the mirror Mm. and I never have done that. So I looked in the mirror, but I, I saw a window with a frame where it basically divided the mirror into four, right? So like a window frame. Yeah, it was like the old school, like paneled. Yeah, and I saw myself in the upper right quadrant. I don't know what that means, but it's huh. if it in mathematical terms, it would be quadrant two. Okay. And so um, I think, actually, I have no idea in mathematics. It's been a long time since I've like looked at that shit. It might right. be the first quadrant. Um, so anyway... Uh, I just remember looking at myself in this mirror and it was kind of like an inception thing where I could see a mirror within a mirror within a mirror. And I just like looked at myself down this long trail and I went and I got into bed and it was a nice, fluffy, comfortable bed, you know, and I, and I was laying there and uh, a nurse comes in, looked like a nurse. And we were talking about, you know, like what my preferences were. And she's like, you know, like the last time you did this, you know, you did the blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, but I was completely just comfortable accepting of what's going to happen. And she puts this, like, she's getting ready to put a needle in my arm and she's like, okay, well, so you're going to go here and this is going to happen. And she's like, you know, you know, just like it you did before. And I was like, okay. And then, so as soon or as soon as she injects this, whatever it is, that's when I wake up. And so it's kind of like she she triggered this thing that that either killed my past life and then brought me into this awakening moment. Right. Or it was kind of like a, you know, reincarnation type of thing where I'm seeing how my past life ended. You know what I'm saying? Like it right. was a very that's what sparked this whole biocentrism right. thing. Right. So, yeah. 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 So you you died in this? Is that what you're? Uh, well, that's that's what. Yeah, it was almost like what I got out of it. You were in. You were in between. Mm-hmm. You were. You had already died. You were in between, and now getting to look at where you were going <clears throat> in your next lifetime. Let's say, or whatever, however you want to describe. And that. that, yeah, and it might be so. There's a there's a faction of this uh, reincarnation, right? Yeah. Where where when you die, you go back to this mainframe thing. But you do get a chance to come back. And before you come back, there's a, a place of, what is it? It's a um, it's a room where you go into, and it's a room of reflection. Right. Right? Where you reflect on everything that you lived through in your past lives. Right. And you kind of just go over lessons learned. Yep. Uh, what you could have done better. All this other stuff. Maybe what some goals, what you're trying to do in your future life if you do come back. Right. So yeah, and it maybe that's what it was. It was like this 
transcendental kind of uh, transient phase right. where you're you're kind of comfortable. You know, you're you're right. in this room. You know, it, it was almost like a a reflection room, but I wasn't uh, the mirror. Yeah, there it the is. Mirror. Yeah, R- room of reflection. You were yeah, reflecting. Yeah, yeah. So we had this discussion a long time ago yeah. when, when uh, I believe Jason was on quite a while ago. Hmm. Yeah. And we were talking about the um, the possibility of continuing life after death because you're growing. Right. Yeah. So there's like the low level phases where, right. you know, the, the, the fuck ups of the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're on a lower level of life. Right. Total. Right. So the people that commit suicide don't know how to handle stuff the right way, you know, and they, they die early and then they get to come back and they grow a little bit more. (coughs) And then it turns into the, the mother Teresa's and the, you know, the holiest of holy and the, yeah, the people that are beyond. So like, this was kind of similar to that, right? Is that what you're saying? Like where it's, you would have died and then you would reflect on what you've gained from that life that you just had and then get thrown back into a new life, hoping to even advance it farther. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, kind of where it's at. Yeah, that that's the idea, and and I guess what I was when I heard that there is because I've studied Kabbalah, mm-hmm. and it's it's basically what I look at. We're talking about is the difference between the material universe and the spiritual universe. Yeah, and we're all spiritual beings. That's what our nature is, a spiritual beings. And so yeah. the theory is, or the story is is that we have lost our way from the perfection of what God created us to be, and we have found ourselves in this material universe trying to get our way back to where we were at. And part of that is we have helpers. We've got, you know, you can call it guardian angels. You can call it whatever whatever you want to have. But there are helpers in the spiritual side of things that are carrying us along and guiding us mm. to get to these things we want. Because the 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 story is is that if we were alone left here, we wouldn't know we mm. wouldn't have any idea how to get back because everything that we are in this material universe, our bodies, our sight, our our all of our senses is all just something that is keeping us from it's mm. it is it's the lie. It is a, a big... It's like a distractor. A big distractor, a big lie. It, yeah. Everything that our eyes see is the wrong thing. It's testifying to who you're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so you go through your life to try and get closer and closer into trying to figure out who you really are. And it's interesting because that we're even talking about it right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are going to be that might think this stuff is crazy. Oh my word, Greg, you think, you know, yeah. and that is the spiritual things on this earth are crazy to people that are all about their fleshly bodies, you know? Well, I think that the, for me, like it's, it's the religion has gone so astray yeah. and I'm not, and again, I'm not like overly religious. Like yeah. I have my firm beliefs. Yeah. I've had, um, like any, I think most people, I've had my roller coaster effect right. of uh, feeling very spiritual and very close to God, and then you know drifting away and questioning things more, and then coming back to it. And I think that's the normal. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, some people would argue that that's not the norm that, that you should be, you know, buddy with God twenty four seven. He's your homeboy. Yeah. I get it. You know, that's cool, man. But 
I think natural humans, like, and you're right, modern day with uh, social media, technology, TVs, this podcast, the whole nine, like you get distracted, especially politics and culture. Yep. And I, I just, I feel like you, God is not important anymore to a lot of people. Right. He's just not there. And it's kind of scary because there's a, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, in the afterlife, that is God. Right. But if we're not, if we're not attached at all to a God or to Jesus or whoever it may be, like then what, what's going to happen to us at the end? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or is he forgiving Yeah. and understanding that, okay, we got all this technology now and and things that distract people. So we give them a a pass. Well, (laughs) you know, like, and I think that is what you, that, that is what you get to the core of what you believe God to be. And, you know, if you read the Bible and you go to church and you, God is depicted as a perfect, loving being, right? That has created all that has been created and we're his creation. And he, it comes right out and says he loves us unconditionally. Yeah. What does that mean? What does unconditionally mean? That should mean no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't care if Greg goes out and kills somebody. In my eyes, yeah, Greg should be getting what he gave. (laughs) But in God's eyes, in the Bible, God looks at Greg as his perfect creation, unconditional love towards Greg. Yeah. So when you get into it, the problem comes in religion is when everybody tries to start... I'm, oh, Dave, you shouldn't be doing that. And Greg, because yeah. I'm doing this and that. and That's my problem with religion. Yeah, but on the flip side, the people that are saying that towards Greg and you are people that have experienced something that is real. They've experienced this joy, let's say, that they've gone from, I used to smoke cigarettes and I don't anymore and I just have gotten delivered from cigarettes and, and Dave, you're smoking cigarettes and you just need to get, and Dave's like, get away from me. I'm smoking cigarettes. You know, that's, yeah. that's your gig, not my gig. So yeah. now all of a sudden Dave and this guy or whoever it is are con- conflicting. And that is where the trouble with religion, it has nothing to do with God. And that unfortunately is where people are at is that there's so much has come from the church. All these big leaders of all these big, huge churches have gotten caught well, gotten caught with prostitutes and, oh, yeah. you know, gay. Jimmy, Jimmy been... Swaggart and the leader of the evangelical church is gay, you know, or gotten caught with all this stuff. And it's just disheartening to think, why would I want to be a part of that? Yeah. You know? Well, and religion at its core is is a good thing. We've discussed this a couple different times. Like, yeah. And I know like yeah. Joe Rogan, other real famous people have said this, where if you break it down to its core, I'm not going to get on the religion topic because that's not where we're at, but right. um, at, at its core, it's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, setting, uh, you know, having standards and, you know, the whole nine is good. People are better because of it. Right. The problem is, is it becomes extremist yeah. like everything else. Exactly. You know, exactly. and you can say that about... You know, the Muslim religion (laughs) where at its core, I don't know. I, you know, I I haven't read the, uh, I haven't read the Quran. I'm just saying you could argue that at its core, it's, it's a good religion, but it's turned so extremist and and Christianity, unfortunately has some of the same traits in a lot of ways Yeah, because you got like the Westboro Baptist church and shit who takes things and warps it. You had um, racism back in the day where people were using the Bible, like the KKK was using the Bible to say, Blacks were inferior to whites. 
people can manipulate this yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, so. let's go back to uh, materialism. Right? Yes. Yeah. So the the mixture of materialism and spiritualism, and so um, I was listening to this guy on a podcast, and he was talking about how consciousness. What what is it? Yeah. No one can really describe what it is. I mean, scientific can scientific terms can try to explain where it comes from, but no one knows. I mean, what makes you, you, what makes me, me, what makes this world, you know, what, where do ideas come from? Where does creativity come from? Yeah. And so, um, he was saying that it lives in the counter space and that's where our memories are stored. And, uh, people are saying, well, what is counter space? And so he was saying, if you have two hard drives, two computer hard drives, one is filled with data and the other one is not, which one weighs more? They they weigh the same, right? right? Yeah. Right. But one just has a shitload of data on it, but you can't see it. Right. And how do you access that? Well, I mean, you need a computer to plug it into. Well, what's the computer? And so he was relating life as uh, like what the way that we see it is in terms of computers. Right. The, the computer is like the, I'm going to try to remember this, but the the um the scene it's like the theater right. where your life is being played but the theater needs some information and that information it comes from uh either ram or your data you know uh, processing unit or wherever yes. you're pulling the information yeah and yeah. so so whatever is making that computer run is where your consciousness is you right. know what i'm saying yeah. and so but it's just like internet like we, it's wireless. Yeah. How does this phone work? It it comes. It's a signal from outer space that we're just worth. You know, we're. Isn't trusting. that weird though to break that down that way? Like when you think about like when you bring up the internet and stuff. Yeah, this shit is around us twenty four seven. Exactly. You can't see it. You just tap but like into right it. in this room right now. We have so much shit flying around this room right now. Yeah. Computer stuff and our we all have phones on and we got shit. Yeah, going to our TV from the computer. There's like a you know it's just. Yeah. It's weird, man. There's a lot going it's on weird. that you can't see. If you see. could see it, yeah. that'd be crazy. Yeah. So, so that's what he was saying is that um, it's all in the ether. The ether is mean it means earth. And, yeah. and that um, there's a lot more to magnetism than we realize. Because honestly, magnetism is a force that I don't think anybody can explain. Right. It's just, you know, you have these two pieces of metal that either recoil from each other or they're completely attracted to each other right and what causes that i don't know do you you know, you know what i mean it's like the unseen you can't it's, see it's, the, the it's field on this, around it yeah. but it's on this earth yeah we know what it is yeah and we know what it does where we've just become so accustomed to that this is a magnet it holds a p it well, holds it's my old picture technology you know what i mean it's such old like it's been around for so long that we no longer think of it as as a meaningful well thing that's the anymore. thing is is we become accustomed to it but we never have looked into it we just right. accept it and you know it's like you know you could put a piece of shit on a wall and you know person walks in and goes why is that shit on your wall or you can live with it for years and years and years and you never notice it until someone new comes in and right. says, but you grow to love that shit. You go, hey, that's <laughs> well, my shit. I, don't know I had a lot that. of memories with that. Yeah, you don't. That's my dingleberry. You're not going to clean that. <laughs> it is weird, though, that with a magnet, that is the one thing, like the one kind of force that you can actually feel and see. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't think anything of it. You know what I mean? So he was saying that magnetism and magic 
magnet magic. It's it's all like a play on words. And oh. so there's a lot of etym- etymology. Okay. That's a big word. Well, it's the study of words. Okay. <laughs> Not entomology. Entomology no, is the study of bugs. Right. But it's above my pay grade, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about the chakras, yeah. like where you're you have chakras throughout your whole body. Yeah. And all this crazy stuff. I'm not saying it's crazy. I'm not saying it's weird. Nope. No, no, no. I don't know different. how much I go into that per se. I would say this. I it it's important, I believe, that we realize that the spirit and the physical cannot mesh. They are two totally separate opposite ideas that cancel each other out. You're either in the spirit and not in the flesh, or you're in the flesh and have no idea about the spirit. So a lot of these guys, and you, it's, it, you see people trying to explain consciousness. Well, what yeah. is consciousness? Consciousness is the idea that we're all separated. Well, spirit is the idea that we're all joined at this, you know, go beyond us in our, when we die or when, when we're in a different state. Yeah. And this gets into the biocentrism that we are all connected. We are all, and that's what he, the, the guy on the, on the YouTube video, I thought it was pretty cool because he's looking at it to where at the molecular, at the molecular level, they're seeing that your consciousness is determining what that, what that thing is doing. Yes. And then even further that they're all connected. And so you are, he made some comment about if you go slap your neighbor across the face, you're really slapping yourself, you know? Mm. And so it, and that is what spirit is. So when I masturbate, am I really tugging on Dave? Yes. Oh no. Yep. I don't want to be doing that. Uh, I like that, dude. I don't want to. This just got awkward in here. Who does, you just tricked me. Did it get awkward? Let me, let me. Because there are times where I'm laying in bed and I'm like, it feels so good right now, and I have no idea what it is. Yeah, but let me explain one deal to try and differentiate that because the spirit has got a totally different set of laws than yeah. the material universe. But, but don't you think that there's some synchronicity to it though? There like, is because, and this is let me explain this: is that you've got okay in the in the material universe. Let's just take the action of giving, right? Yeah. For me to give. In, the, in our situation right now, I've got $20 in my pocket, two tens. Dave needs some money. So I give him 10 bucks. Bernie Sanders. Bernie. There you go. And in order, in order for me to give to Dave, I lose, right? I have to leave the $10 with Dave. Dave is the winner. I'm the loser. And that's how giving happens in the material universe. Mm-hmm. We're separated beings. I am in possession. And then I give the possession to him and I lose it. In the spirit, you gain by giving. And the good analogy to be able to see that is that if I've got an idea 20 years ago that it would be great to start making coffees with stuff and, you know, we do this and we charge five bucks a cup. No straws, though. No straws. No straws. But that's my idea. And I go to Dave and I said, Dave, man, I got this idea, dude. Let's, we should do this. And Dave gets on board. And part of the idea is that you perpetuate it to somebody else. That's all part of this idea. So Dave goes out and tells somebody. So now all of a sudden we got 10 people that are jumping on board with this idea of this coffee. Did I lose? What, what happened to the value that I had with that idea? It gained, mm-hmm. didn't it? But that is what spirit does. Spirit by giving it increases it unlike and see that's two totally different ways 
the opposite direction that the material universe. Well, it's kind of like the cup half full, cup half empty thing, right? I mean, it's you can look at it two different ways, right? I'm just saying that, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. It mm-hmm. is, but it's important to realize that you're never going to be able to explain spiritual matters with taking measurements. You're not going to be able yeah. to measure that because it's measuring something that is meant to get you away from spirit. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because it's all this illusionary thing that's trying to keep you from getting back to where you're going. And so yeah. it's making you somebody that you're not. Yeah. And all of these witnesses it has in your body to be able to measure this. And well, okay, if you're not Jason, then that shouldn't hurt then, right? But you are. And so you're well, here doing this. We've grown like, I mean, culture nowadays, though, is all about possessions, right? Right. Like, your success is based off of your possessions. I mean, how big is your house? What well, kind of car do you drive? And that's what I was going to say. How well are your kids dressed? Yes. Like, that's the, your, that is it. Like Your ability to thrive as a, as a materialistic human depends on your dependencies, yeah. right? It, and, like, if I have this sustenance, I'm going to ingest it, and I'm yep. going to grow, and right. I'll be healthy, and I'm going to live, and my body will be able to reproduce. And right. if I take it from you you won't be able to grow and live. And right. it's a purely biological mechanism, right? right? It's right. like the survival of the fittest. Right. You know what I mean? So, and that's that's what you're saying is the material is more about propagating your lineage into the future biologically and materialistically, whereas spiritually, it's more about creativity ideas and, and setting forth beneficial or even negative negativity or yeah. negativity and the big i mean the the rule of thumb is in the material you do it for yourself in the spiritual you you receive things and you grow to give to others and so which is what grows you as a human right that's what you're saying and like, that is yeah. what grows you well it's not even as a human you want to as a spirit as a spirit as once <clears> you <throat> once you start to become more spiritually minded which spiritually minded is, I want to do things for my neighbor. I want to do things because as I give, I realize that that was mine to give. And you can't, with spirit, you can't see it. You can't necessarily, you can't experience it though. You can experience the effects of spirit. And that is its witness to us. And that's really all you can go off. That's why, you know, the stuff that you're, you've got stuff going through your head with, with dreams and, some of it might be just you, you know, freaking out or, you know, having anxiety about your life. Yeah. But that is also how spirit works. Spirit comes through dreams a lot of times and is trying to communicate certain messages to you. But the one thing about spirit is it's highly, highly personal. Yeah. Stuff that you might like you, you're, you're describing these things and me and Dave are like, so what, you know, but to you, that little thing, shade carpet might have took you back to this area that you were thinking this about that, or mm-hmm. it's a highly, highly personal communication to you that only you would really know about. And that's what it's, that's how you know that, that it's, that it's coming from this outside force, which is connecting everybody. But it's, I, I think the biggest thing is, is that with all of this, you really have to know the rules of the spirit because it's playing by a totally different set yeah. than the, than the material fleshly world, you know, do you think, um, 
I mean, with with the way that we think nowadays, especially we see it more like not just with politics, but a whole bunch of stuff where people are tribal. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. have their like. I, I feel like we can't connect with Democrats. You know, right. if you're conservative, you don't right. connect with them. But even outside of that, like you look at um, you look at like like Los Angeles or or any of these places, right? And you got people who are doing their own thing every single day, right? And they're walking down the street and there's shit all over the road and there's homeless people camping, right? And they just walk right by it because they're in their own world. And um, actually, uh, Adam Carolla was just on Fox. It was such a fascinating thing. But he's like, he he said it the best. He's like, you know, these people in LA, right? You'll see where I'm going with this, but they're in their little bubble of a car. It's like a terrarium. Yeah. And they're driving down the road and they're like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. Look at that lizard. It's like being at the zoo. Jurassic Park. He's like, there's there's an elephant. You just look at it and you walk by like when you're at the zoo. And that's what these homeless people are. You see them as you're driving. You're like, oh, wow, that's that's crazy, right? And you keep going and you go to your big house and you do your thing, right? And these people, that's your own world. Yeah. Your world is you're doing well. They're not. Right. You don't care about them. Yeah. And I think what happens is, is we're so singular anymore. You know, besides our close friends and family, yep. we're so singular that we don't take into consideration the people outside of our right. clique and group, right? Yep. We do see that, though. There are people that are going around, like, cleaning up neighborhoods and stuff. You know, we I can't remember the one guy's Scott name. Scott Pressler. Scott Pressler. I'm not a huge fan. I think what he's doing is a good thing. But right. he's the one that goes around, cleans up these neighborhoods, gets people together. The cool thing about that is, is you see when he's doing that, he's not even in his town. Hmm. You know, he's going big cities and he's doing like major cleanups and he's getting people like you got people that live in this neighborhood who have let this happen. Right. Who's let this thing fall apart and they just walk by it every day and they don't do anything about it. And then it takes somebody outside coming in to get them riled up. It's the shit on the wall. It's a shit on the wall. But I'm saying it's like, (laughs) don't touch that. I left it there on a purpose. What am I shit in the pot? (laughs) Flower pot. Don't touch that trash. man. (laughs) My point is, is like. That proves, like, to me, like, the individual thinking. Whereas if we had a collective thinking, like, if we collectively understood that, like, if we just took care of our surroundings, took care of our city, everybody would be beneficial from that. Right? And But we can't get to that point. Right. We can't get to the point where, like, we look at it as a positive for all of us to take care of the stuff we're in. You know what I mean? Well, it even gets down... You can dial it right down to our marriages. You we A lot of times, we don't even do that with our own wives. You know what I'm saying? We're looking out for... What what we want out of our marriage, right? We want this, and the wife is looking at what she wants, and everybody, and that's the difference between spirit and the physical uh, laws of the physical, because it makes sense. Don't give that guy money because that's yours. You know yeah. why? Why would I give Greg money? Greg, go get your own money. You're your own person. It it makes sense. I could make a I could make an argument for that. That you're crazy for giving that guy money. Yeah. Or even if it's a close friend to giving them money, it's that's yours. The spirit, on the other hand, says he is you. He mm-hmm. is, and that it's like there's a lot of biblical stuff that Jesus talks about that I think goes over people's heads that it's like, oh yeah, you know, don't judge or else you're going to be judged. Like people was like, oh, don't judge me or else you're going to be judged. But really what he's saying is don't judge lest you be judged because you are judging yourself. Yeah. When you're looking at Greg, you're looking in a mirror. Yeah. Because what you are is that you, that is your perception. That's mm. some of the stuff that we get into your reflection is that all that you see around you, the world you see is what's going on inside. You're projecting this whole world that you see. Mm-hmm. And if you see 
that Greg's a dingling. It's because that's what's going on inside of you. Have you ever uh, you you've heard the term that whenever you point your finger at somebody, there's oh yeah, Gary, you always got three yeah. fingers pointing right, right back. At it's you. like that meme, dude. You remember that meme where like the two Spider Mans are pointing at each other and everybody always like they're Who's the gonna, same thing and they're like blaming each other. It's right. the same thing. I just blame Toby. <laughs> Toby well, McGuire. I have a question. Yeah. So I have a question. For, that guy sucks for both right. of you. Um, in order to be spiritual, like you're supposed to like take care of others, right? Like help each other. Share ideas? Is that what you're saying? Kind of like well, it's it's all, and again, not about I don't I I don't like to get into because then you're getting into this whole you're supposed to do this or you're supposed it is this is the way the laws of the spirit work. Your neighbor is you, okay, and you are going to feel just like your kids when you live your life looking through your you know when you're out with Rowan playing video games you know. Dave's more into it than Rowan is. And, you know, he's dragging Rowan. Let's go play this. And then, Dad, I'm done. But it is, you get that same feeling, even though Rowan's experiencing it, you're experiencing it double, both you and you're getting her deal. I get you. And that's spirit. That is spiritual laws. And so whether you feel like you're, and the other spiritual law is there's no guilt. There is no guilt in the spirit. Mm. And so you can't say, Oh, I need to start doing this. I need to start doing that. It is, you just come to that place where the idea comes to you. Hey, Greg, why don't you get some people together and go clean up Lake Sacagawea? Now, yeah. and there's no guilt involved. There's no, oh, I got to panic and get down there. It's something that's very natural now that you go down. But yeah, those are, that is a spiritual uh, thing to yeah. go down and help others. Well, Greg, I got a question for you. Because mm-hmm. I know you're into Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, the contradictory thing would be like Jordan's message is like take care of yourself, get yourself in the right spot, right? Clean your room. Like start with small things, right? Like get your room organized, like make sure your life is organized, and then you can do more after that. Doesn't that contradict though a little bit? Like when you're saying like spiritually, like we should be doing for others, but then you got like people now the big thing is like do you get you and then maybe you can do for others you know like does that Uh, well yeah so i think i i for that if we're comparing that scenario with what we're talking about here i would say that that's more of a take care of yourself first because if you're not in the right state of mind to take care of yourself yeah why would we trust you to take care of other people you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're all still kind of volatile biological beings. I mean, we we get angry, we can cause violence, and we are separated. I mean, you you will be hurt, even though we're spiritually connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your pain is your pain, right? And and I won't feel that in this body. No, oh, you could. Right? I could, but I, I more than <laughs> Listen, likely won't. If I'm crying, bro, <laughs> hey, that's true. That, goes, that runs deep. Well, I'm, here's the thing, though. The yeah. truth is, is the like, whole masturbation thing we talked about. <laughs> when you're saying like what you feel like another person, yeah. like I mean, you can see that like when somebody has great loss, you yeah. know, like we we used Kobe Bryant, like when he died yeah. recently, everybody, even people that weren't into basketball, felt like a. A heaviness, yep. like even with his daughter who's young, yeah. like you feel it. Well, to, that's collective, right? To I mean, end yeah. that whole Jordan Peterson topic, I would say that I would relate that to when you're on an airplane and the plane's going yeah. down and there's no oxygen. You got to, and they say, put your mask on first, then help out your kids, then help out other people. Yeah. Because if you can't help yourself first and you're, you're dying, yeah. you're not going to help anybody. 
You that know makes sense. Saying? Yeah. And so that's that's to, to end that kind of uh, topic. But to go back into this whole collective consciousness idea and, you know, the Kobe Bryant death and how it kind of was an event that caused mourning yeah. throughout the world, right? Mm-hmm. To some people. To some yeah. people, well, they were, you he know. He might not be the biggest one, but you could look at like Princess Diana, JFK. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Well, yes. And yeah, so right. we, we had brought this up on the last show that um, this collective consciousness is kind of a, it's it's a way to manipulate the, the spiritual realm. Right. And I was arguing that maybe this coronavirus is not not that the coronavirus isn't real. I mean, it's very real. I mean, the the events that are occurring. I mean, mm. in China, you can't really trust it because right. it's a yeah. I have some I have some serious disputes about it, but we can get into that. I mean, but it's but it's it's something that's happening as far as it's being reported on. Right, yeah. it's yeah. a tangible event. Yeah, we're and all so aware. the fact that it's just constantly in our face, like Corona, Corona, Corona. It makes me thirsty for one. All <laughs> right. And I bet you Corona's booming. Oh, right now. they're just, dude. There right. was a guy on this is it has to do with it, but there's a guy that was like had an Instagram post and I thought it was just hilarious. Some redneck kid missing some teeth and shit. Yeah. He's like, man, if you get me coronavirus, you better give me Lyme disease because you can't have a corona without the Lyme. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, dude. But that that's the thing, good. is like we we take it kind of as a joking manner, but it people are supposedly dying. Well, right? not only dying, but they're getting fearful, right? And right, it's causing yeah. mass fear. Right. And I feel like when you're creating this fear, you're creating this dependency on we need someone to do something right. about this. Like, or government. Yeah, or somebody. Yeah. Like Bill Gates. Let's yeah. create a vaccine there, Bill. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just whenever there's mass panic or mass sadness, someone has to do something. Yeah. yeah. And that that's where it I think it's it might be a money ploy. It might be a dependency ploy. It might be, you know, like to get, I, to get the vote out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's where I, I honestly think it's a it's a money thing for vaccines. But that's just me. Well, it's a <coughs> sorry. It's a hot topic right now. It is a very hot topic. I'm mm-hmm. confused. I you get to me. Honestly, I look at it as. It's a nothing burger. It's like mm-hmm. you hear, oh, there's, we got 13, you know, after they're all freaking out, oh, we got 13 cases here. Okay. Yeah. But they're really got a lot in, in China, but we think they're lying to us. We think it could be up clear around to 13,000. And it's like, well, what is it? And is it, is it that big of a deal? Or is it all like you're saying, just propaganda? This, yeah, propaganda going out. And who cares? It, why, what are they trying to propagandize us? Well, and, I, I agree. Are they trying that. to come at us in the States? Or is it all in the Asian? They're trying to get control of the people over there. And yeah, I mean, I just. It's all, I think the global market, I think they wanted the market to fail because it's Trump's last year. Yeah. yeah. Everybody look at what 2020 is. A, it's a major year. And Trump is railroading China right now. Yes. I mean, let's be real. Like yeah. it, between his trade deals and everything else, yeah. like China's feeling it. Yeah. And lo- look at this. And what better way to start a war, quote unquote war, than to not have to fire one shot, but you can fuck our economy up and people go into a panic. Right. But how is that? I don't get. What's what is the end game? Do you think China is? <clears throat> I think China's willing to sacrifice their own. This is my opinion. Yeah. I feel like they're willing to sacrifice their own to couldn't hurt they America. Have, couldn't they have planted it in the states first? So then? there was sent um, over some dude, people that had it. Check and, this out. So there's a guy that I work with who's who's my my source. You know what I'm saying? He he yeah. always um, continually brings me new ideas. He's very into all the stuff that we are into. Right. He, he watches tons of video. Yeah, yeah. and um, 
I ain't going to hit the button, Greg. Okay, don't hit that button. Um, and he came to me yesterday at work, and he was kind of talking about some stuff. And he's like, dude, he's going to send me the link. So I'm not going to be able to discuss it too much on this particular podcast. But there was a book written in 1981 from a Chinese guy who said that basically, and I could be wording this a little wrong, but the, the only way for China to succeed is to kill America. Mm-hmm. And the only way that they can do it, the best way they can do it, is not to hurt the land. So they want to kill America like they want to kill c- citizens, they but they, they the want resources. to keep the resources. Yeah. Well, if you put a nuke on us, you're hurting the land, right? If you nuke us and, and go to war with us in America, right. you're hurting you're the gonna, land. Right. Whereas a disease, right. you know, that there's that. He also, in this book in 1981, talked about coronavirus. Mm. 81 discuss the coronavirus and how they could spread the is it, coronavirus. Is it, is it Orwell? 1984? No, 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 no. This oh. is a book written by a Chinese man. Okay. Part of the... Uh, in 1981. In 1981. So... so but, yeah. but hold on, real quick. Um, he... Okay, I, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. <laughs> just go ahead, Greg. Well, I mean, Bill Gates is coming out right now. He warns that 10 million lives are at risk as the virus spreads to Africa and Taiwan reports their first deaths. And then also, mm, it, on Zero Hedge here, you look at Hubai, Hubai, Wabai, Hubai, H-U-B-E-I. Yeah. Doctors warn of even deadlier coronavirus reinfections, so you can get reinfected by this thing. Yes, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, and it will cause sudden heart attacks. But they're saying that it it affects Asian men or Asian people, in a particular men more than other cultures because of something found in their genome. The, the, I guess that would make sense because my argument is, the, okay, so how long has this been in, in effect? But that doesn't, like that a, doesn't support the argument that they're trying to do it to the U.S. No, but what no, but it's not so much the killing. So they, they want our economy shot. That's my opinion. Okay, I've, and I've got an exception to that, though, too. We're, they... We buy all the stuff from them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they'd want our economy. So that's what I was saying. That they're, they willing, room. they're willing to sacrifice theirs, which is, if you notice, they've shut down all production. No ships coming in. They're actually talking about putting all the oil and stuff on tankers and just leaving it in the ocean to float until the ship passes. Mm. They're shutting down all production. Like, nothing's coming out of China. We, can't, we won't take anything from China. So that means that our goods are not coming because in from China. Of the because of the coronavirus. So what that happens is, it's like you just said, America buys a, most of our goods from China. So if we're not no longer able to get anything from China, that's going to put a huge strain on the American economy, yeah. right? You're going to see it's going to be hard to get shit. Prices are going to go up. And so thus causing a turmoil in our economy. And then that, what better way to do that when Trump's going, you know, 2020 here and the economy's booming right now? Well, let's just knock that down a couple notches. And if Bill Gates... You know, Bill Gates is involved with this and he's, yeah. you know, doning out to Hillary Clinton and all the rest that he has in the past. If you want to hurt Trump, what way are you going to do it? I don't think China cares. They're fucking weird all by themselves, right? They, yeah. they don't care about the economy. They can grow and fake their economy back up eventually. That's what they do. Yeah. But they, we can't and yeah. we don't because we have morals and we don't do that. So I think it's a play. I just, I th- th- think there's too many suspicious things, man. Okay. Yeah. A, We've had this for months now, okay? Mm-hmm. And the first reports are saying it was up to a year ago that coronavirus was kind of 
tipping around and making his thing. After all these months, all these people going in and out of China, it happens all the time, right? Why is it not spread 20, 30,000 in America? Why is it not spread 20, 30,000 in Canada? Yeah. Why is it not in Britain? Why is it not in France? Nowhere else but China. And the only reason that we know this is because they show us these half-assed videos, Yeah. right? So the other day, there was a video of 20, 30 people with ropes, arms tied, oh, yeah. and they had ropes, and they were walking down the street. Now, this guy that I work that is at my work that comes in made a, made a valid point. And I've said this before about the videos of people fainting in the middle of the street. How weird is it that somebody's filming this one guy? Yeah. He falls. An ambulance is there within 10 seconds picking him up. And it seems yeah, a little too staged. Here's here's the thing I didn't think of. We all know that China, they do not want videos. Like people are not allowed to videotape people. Right. Yeah. And. But yet there's a. Train of people tied together walking down the middle street and some civilians videotaping it with military guys and they're not arresting him. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. The whole thing to me is a propaganda. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying they're dying. There was a video the other day of in, in a hospital, they had a body bag and there was two children laying in the body bag. Right. Uh, feet next to each other, heads on opposite ends. And then there was a third child that was brought in on a stretcher and they were like going to put him in this body bag. But it was weird about it was I'm not saying the kids weren't dead, but it was a show like they were fixing their clothes. Like they're moving their feet in certain ways and like adjusting their shirts. And you know, there's people watching and stuff. And I'm like, okay, if you're dead and you got the coronavirus, like you're not, Neatly putting these people in a body bag and making sure it, their they shirts might. Tucked I in. mean, it's nah. different culture, dude. Now I'm gonna say no. Like, I've seen too many videos where there's. If you would have seen this video, there's 15 people standing yeah. around, not even wearing masks. Well, so Jason, have you looked much into the coronavirus? Like, as far as the origins, I've actually I've just heard from what you guys have said about it. That well, yeah, it's, it's a a patent that uh, Bill Gates had, or it's a patented virus, right? Yeah. So there, there's a. Bill and Melinda Gates, they funded this event 201 or something that happened. And it was a uh, emergency preparedness event where they used the coronavirus as this mock trial. Right. And they said that it reportedly would kill up to 65 million people. Right. And now what you're what you're seeing is these reports coming out saying that 65 million people are probably going to end up dead. And um, so that was just. In October 2019. Right. Months ago. And then you have this class four biological lab in Wuhan. You have all of this uh, weird, suspicious activity happening in Canada. People leaking uh, biological information out of there even since 2009. Mm-hmm. You have this weird doctor, Dr. Lieber, who got paid millions of dollars to be stationed and to uh, educate and to build this lab over in Wuhan. He's on trial now. Um, You have um, some researchers out of India did a science paper on the actual structure of the genome of this coronavirus. Right. There's a segment of genes. There's four genes that were inserted because this, these genes don't show up in any other coronavirus. There's like seven other strains. It's not natural. It's not, it would be very fortuitous, they said, right. for this to, you know, it, it, it's not happening. Right. And 
it was even confirmed with another scientist, or uh, supposedly, right? This is all supposed. Yeah, I'm not right. saying. I'm not is. saying like we know is. what the fuck we're talking. Right. about. Yeah. But I'm just saying that whenever you splice in genes, it leaves like these etching marks, like these scars. Right. Those are there. Huh. And so these genes were inserted, and these genes are found in HIV. They're found in other infectious diseases. This these genes that they were inserted allows the disease to get into your cells much easier and become like a retrograde virus and and, and it becomes part of your DNA or your RNA. And they're saying that it's a chimera. It's a, it's a chimera of SARS, HIV and the flu. Okay. Well, let's, I mean, we're talking about something that we know a little bit, whether it's true or anything. Let's say that all of what you guys are saying is true. Yeah. You would, you were going to, we're going to cap it off by saying, the theory behind it is, is that this is a Chinese threat to the U.S. via Bill Gates, who's behind it, with the Chinese to get Donald Trump. Uh, uh, no, I think it's a multifaceted thing. So okay. I think China and Bill Gates and China and the deep state yeah. are in cahoots. Okay. I think the, the biggest... It's like a new world order, man. The biggest thing for this coronavirus outbreak is you're going to get money for vaccines. Okay. It's a big money maker. Sure. Yeah. Think about and what is the most populated place in this freaking world? China. India. China. India's I mean, like, India's there too. <laughs> I, I'm just saying so yeah, if you create this bioweapon, you release it into China. Yeah. You be, you have this need now. You have mass fear, yeah. mass need. Yeah. Someone needs to do something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's you can control the people through fear. So whatever, if China's wanting to, exactly you know, right. So they're they're stuff. already a clamped down culture right. with the communist dictatorship right. and all this other right. stuff. So well, also you can look at China and go. Tons of Americans visit China. Yeah. Tons of Europeans visit China. Yeah. It's like a central hub where there's a lot of people. Right. A lot of people visit. Right. And, and so a lot of a, business being done there. I mean, there's for a sure. lot of commerce being for done. sure. So the point is, is like it's a good starting point. Yeah. I just don't know how much I buy into this whole thing, man. I don't even know if there. We have a couple here. I think there's 12 or 15 people in America, if I'm not mistaken, that are that have coronavirus. Why? I don't know. There's a guy in Seattle, you know, for sure. Um, But could it be possibly that all of this stuff is true or what you're talking about with the genes and whatever? But is it possible that this whole thing kind of was an accident? Yeah. That's and impossible. it was an accident in China. It started, you know, that somebody had something and they well, accidentally they let it, it go. A breach in the facility. Yeah, it's just it's very suspicious timing. Because it seems to me like if it, it was me and I was the one that was trying to do this stuff that you're talking about, I would have kept it under wraps as long as possible so it could spread, mm-hmm. got maximum penetration, and then come through. I that's, just, a good, that's a good movie title right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new diehard. Right. <laughs> Maximum penetration. And to be able to then put into play what you well, guys are talking about. I think that you have a lot of leakers in China who are coming out on video saying that this is worse than it is. Some people are saying it's not as bad right. as it is. Right. My whole thing to, on my end to kind of end it is like it, it's just too suspicious, right? Yeah. Not only are they saying all these people are dying and all this stuff is, and it's kind of this, it took over the media, yeah. especially in a crucial time in American politics, in my opinion, where it yeah. kind of ran the course where distraction, we've talked about distraction, but you're seeing all these videos 
And yet there's really no proof of any of it. Yeah. Like we, there are people in other countries with this disease and it is not spreading the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't, if this was the case and we got the guy in Seattle like three weeks ago or two weeks ago, that was in Seattle. Yeah. Where is he now? Where is he now? He's not dead. I don't believe. No. But, um, I would just say, like, why has it not grown to fifteen, twenty thousand in a, in Washington yeah, State? Exactly. If it spreads by like airborne, I you know, like it says yeah. you, your eyes, your breath, your yeah. whole nine. Like, if that's the case, then why why is it not spread? Right. And then yeah. if these if these people are dying in mass graves in China, yeah, like where's the um, news agencies or anything like yeah. covering? Like, we have drones. We have all kinds of Sat- stuff. That we, we could live with a satellite. Geez, we could go man. down there and start getting the whole shots thing. Of it. Just seems. I'm not saying it's not real, but I, I have a feeling. A China is not the healthiest nation. They're undernourished. They're kind yeah. of poor, especially these outliers. Yeah, overpopulated. Overpopulated. So that, that, that's another thing too. Pollution. That, the. I mean, you name it. These people yeah. are eating snakes. I'm. I'm not being degrading. No. They're eating snakes. Dirty food. They're eating. They don't cook. They don't have the same regulations. Right. Yep. And it's the prime cesspool for this to grow. Right. Yeah. But it also shows that like their immune systems may not be where it should be. They don't have the medical stuff. They don't have the the medicines to cure the stuff. To me, it seems like a normal flu. Right. Well, yeah. and the depopulation movement is real. Yeah. People mm-hmm. think that this earth cannot sustain the the population growth. Yeah. I mean we're 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 growing at a rate that is not sustainable to the land that. mass. Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't hey, I'm just saying. I know I, I it's a real thing. The I movement just, is out there yeah. and there's people that think that the human race is a fucking disease, dude. Yeah. Well, they want to they want to get rid of us. Yeah. You got scientists <laughs> who are coming out saying that this is this, the coronavirus is this, this, and this, and it can cause this many deaths, right? These are the same people that are also saying they're going to end in 15 years because global warming. I don't buy anything that they say. I think yeah. a lot of these scientists yeah. are bought out by big government, by Bill Gates, by whoever. The, yeah. It's set in a narrative. Yeah. And if you if you don't trust global warming, which I don't, I believe in global warming. Yeah. Naturally. Right. Like, we are in a phase where we're naturally moving into a slow right. course into this. Yeah. But... Humans are not the reason. I'm sorry. That's well, my opinion. And, and my tax money is not going to solve the problem. Bro. It's not going to solve yeah. the problem. Like, that's right. the thing. Is yeah. like, go fix the problem, but don't yeah. tax me. Yeah. Well, I hate that they're using this. Um, people are going to just ream on us for this. I have a feeling. But I hate Whatever. that they're using this like the plague. Okay. And when you're talking like, remember they were using that like in the 20s? So 1720, 1820, 1920, and 2020. There's a, a plague or a thing that kills many people in the 20s for some reason. Every that time. was caused by marijuana, I heard. The bubonic chronic? <laughs> yeah, the bubonic yeah. chronic. That's <laughs> yeah. actually a new flavor at the store in Portland. Yeah. I know, I love it. Um, but what I'm saying is, is like, we look at in history, we look at the big things that's killed mass people. You're talking hundreds of millions yep. of people. Like, um, this is not one of those. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, losing a thousand people is sad, but yeah. we lose how many more in car accidents? We lose how many more with the regular flu? Yeah. We lose how many more with every other kind of disease? And you don't see yeah. this kind of uproar. Listen, if they're sick in China, like it's weird. They all wear face masks. They wear they wear the fucking every time. They wear them constantly. Anyway, I was gonna yeah. say it's been a long time since I've seen like a China person's uh, mouth. <laughs> yeah, they're all covered. China, with their, dude, it is a permanent. <laughs> I guarantee in a thousand years, that's going to be built into their fucking face. It's just going to be a natural thing. Like evolution will take uh, over. Right. With it's born with a face mask. Just, yeah. and, and I, I guess, but that kind of proves the point, though, that in China, right, that they don't have the control over a certain spread of stuff. They, they have to wear that. It's so polluted and it's so tight. 
that they have to wear that shit all the yeah. time. So I just don't know where I go with this. I just don't put this on the same level as the fucking plague or no. like any of the other. Do you buy that it could be like a uh, collective consciousness, like going back to the spiritual possibly realm? Like, yeah. Could it be utilized to because we also talked about alien technology? Yeah. Where Tom DeLong was saying that, you know, you create fear and that that's what attracts this this uh spaceship right right and so yeah it's going that's going deep and i i don't i don't disagree with it for anything but as far as the collective conscious like this is a fear driven and so like when you're talking about such a huge thing that every country's talking about everybody's thinking about it we're talking about it here in longview washington we're talking about coronavirus and every other city is talking about coronavirus so it's I think it's a fear thing. It is. But I honestly, like, what's that guy's name? Uh, Khrushchev's law or what? what's his name? Dude, I don't even want to Like, try where it's guess. like the, the, the law <laughs> that just go to, like, the, the simplest thing, the, the thing that makes the most sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's to make money. Yeah. It's honestly, you, yeah. you're driving fear to make a profit. Right. And that's what it is. Well, and I do think that, like, you know, with some of Trump's new things about, like, cutting down medical costs, cutting down uh, pharmaceutical costs. Like, yeah. you know, he's talking about... Hitting, hitting the wallet of these yes, guys, but, and it's... Uh, and then also, do you guys find it odd that this coronavirus happens as soon as they sign that deal? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, a, a right after. This was like a week. That's Not what I'm even saying. a week after. Listen, the the China and, deal, you mean, between Trump and China? Yeah. 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 But my point was, though, with that, that's 100% my opinion, is like, we've hit, hit China in a spot that they have not been hit before. Mm-hmm. We have tariffs on their goods, which they were saying they're fine. Yeah. They, on the news, they're like, eh, we don't, the tariffs are no big deal. We're, we're still going to be fine. Yeah. Deep down, they're not fine. Right. Like, that's hurting them badly. Yeah, right. And it hurts us, but we're okay enough that we're, when, when we're talking about the hurt level, it's China's sinking fast and we're just sinking slow. Right. So what happens is, is now they're in a peculiar situation. <clears throat> Trump's got them by the nuts. You know what I'm saying? One hand on each nut. <laughs> oh, dang. And it's a uh, tug of war. Yeah, it's a fucking yeah. Bruce Lee. Like, ah! I can kind of see the the uh, theme of this show is <laughs> taking shape here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but the point is, is like now we're in a situation where we have them by the balls. Yeah, they have to sign a trade deal, part one of the trade deal, mm-hmm. right? Which benefits us greatly. And it hurts them more than they have in the past. Right. And all of a sudden, this happens a week later. Yep. Like, Dude, I, hey. I have a feeling that they're trying to gain some more ground, knowing that they're losing a lot. Do you think that Trump gave them the coronavirus? He is like, here, take my precious pen. <laughs> yeah. You want, sign here, away. take a drink of this. <laughs> yeah. I bat just soup. gave you a drink. <laughs> I know you guys He's like, like bat soup. Send over Stormy Daniels. She's <laughs> yeah. got lots of diseases. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. That's that's where that's the, cor- the coronavirus we, we found. We hit it. We found the source. <laughs> Stormy Daniels. Stormy's man. vagina. Oh, God. Damn, maybe. Dude. Maybe. Ugh. Um, I I just think that it's it, it's too suspicious in the timing of how everything's playing out. That's what I I guess I yeah. want to see everything. I I still don't get the play. I don't get the play China has to do the things that you're talking. How this whole thing's going to hurt Trump based on that we're not going to be able to get goods from China that we yeah. can we could go to India and get have. I mean, this stuff has already kind of happened, and we've already thought. With our business anyways, we buy stuff from China. And when this, all this stuff started going down, immediately we're thinking, where else can we get the stuff? Yeah, yeah. India. 
you can go. You, we've already got the stuff sourced out yeah. in different areas to get it to the same price, if not cheaper. Mm. But it's just building but, all new relationships. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: you're thinking lo- more long term, in my opinion. So, like, what I'm saying is, we're in 2020 right now. Right. The election is in what nine months? Months. Yep. Seven months. Yeah. Very soon. Right. And what is the the, pre, the thing is, is like you as a business person know that you can outsource to India. Yeah. But it's going to take a little bit of time, you know, negotiation time, like getting it all. I mean, a little bit of time. Yeah. But the, the problem is not whether you can do that. It, we know you can. Yeah. The problem is, is collective thinking. When you think that this can hurt the economy and, and America thinks that this is going to be a hurt, you know, and they're going to start saving their money or they're going right. to start getting worried. Yeah. That's what hurts the economy. Yeah. yeah. Very impulsive. So the stock market can be very impulsive. And, they, yes, and the Democrats sure. have said the only way that Trump is going to lose this election is if the economy takes a turn for the worse. Yeah. Because he's running on the economy. It's great. The numbers are huge. And what did Trump answer with? Tax cut 2.0. Yeah. He's coming out with the nuclear option at the at the uh, middle class. Yeah. Well, and um, do you guys find it funny that Bloomberg is all of a sudden surging? Eh. And guess who he wants as his running mate? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Little Mike doesn't have a chance. I I, I know. That, well, I, he's I, suicidal, apparently. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to live, let alone be president. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I, I don't know so. if I buy into the him surge. Like, I mean, when you're talking about surging, wait a couple points, man, you know, three or four points. Dude. He's I, so far behind. Surging as in comparably. I mean, to where yeah, he yeah. once was. I, I, I think he's a nothing burger. And I think he's got a lot of problems. So I, that's my opinion. The He's whole got Democratic Party has got big problems. So I, it, it would be real interesting to see what the whole Democratic Party comes up with because right now, their their uh, leader Joe Biden is falling. Dude, that, <laughs> He's not even falling by the wayside. He's he, not even he got a leader. fourth in New Hampshire. Exactly. Or no, no, no. Fourth in Iowa, fifth in New Hampshire, or some shit like that. Yep. And so it's just like, who do you actually think is going to be the the nominee? I think it's going to be Bernie. I've always thought it was going to be Bernie, but. I mean, but we're just looking at it right now. You know how much everything comes and goes and there can be something that comes out. Exactly. And all of a sudden, Pete Buttigieg or whatever his name is could all of a sudden become Superman and everybody loves Pete Budges. him. <laughs> Pete Budges. You just call him yeah. He's, uh, Somebody put a, a video the other day. It's like, who would you want to be your first lady? And it shows like, oh no! (laughs) (laughs) It shows Bernie Sanders' wife, who's surprisingly not what I thought she would be. I mean, she's not attractive, but she's not Chuck Schumer's wife. No, she's just normal. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh! We have a I have a conspiracy that there's there's a tranny problem going on in the Democrat. But anyways, um, and then they showed um, uh, Buttigieg's boyfriend. Yeah, and he's like, hey. You know, and like that's fine. If you're gay, that's fine. I get. It. I mean, that's, I'm nothing against that. But but the first lady being a first husband. Well, that would be a first. Uh, it would be a first for a lot of things. You'd I mean, be the first gay president besides Barack Obama, and he would be the first man, the vice first president, gen- first, first Mike Obama, first gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> first out in the open, gentleman. Yeah. Right. Because uh, we had one already. But, right. um, I, I just think it's uh, it's what we got here. Three. Oh, you want a three on here? Yeah, there no, there we go. go. We're, it was three the first banger. Time. Yeah, we haven't had really a system yet with this. I'm trying but to honestly, like, who do you think it's going to be? I think, I mean, as it looks right now, I think the only per if people are going to start there, you know, the Bernie 
is cut, rising to the top. Yeah. Uh, Buttigieg is rising. So if it starts to become those two, I think Bernie will win. Yeah. Now, can Bernie even handle a light a candle compared to Trump? There, I mean, that's no. I think that's what they're going to be trying to figure out who can beat Trump. And it's already, it's already, and that's why they're trying to get Bloomberg. They're thinking Bloomberg could yeah, be the guy. Bloomberg, yeah. yeah, Bloomberg doesn't have a chance. But I don't think any of them do. And I think the moderates are aiming towards Buttigieg because he's the most like safe right. middle ground guy. Right. right. Um, I think the people want Bernie. Yeah. He's got a massive support, but I don't think Bernie can win. Yeah. And yeah, no, and that's why I think you're going to see um, if Bernie doesn't win. I just want to see what's going to happen oh, it's with all be, these like Project Veritas like exposure videos and just, yeah. like, if the, he doesn't win, Milwaukee's going to burn. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of problems. There's going to be a lot of problems because they do not see eye to eye on anything. No, none of them do. No. They're so separated. They don't see eye to eye. And and we're seeing with Trump in the uh, in the primaries, we're seeing massive amounts of people coming out to vote for him, yep. even though they don't have to. They yep. are. So we're seeing a united Republican Party behind Trump, yep. right? And we're seeing the Democrats really break into more pieces than possible and 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 like we've said before bernie's followers i think it's 54 percent will not vote for another person 54 yeah, percent. Right. they just won't show up to the polls i mean if he if he's yeah. not in there then they and, won't show and up to you the have polls. andrew yang who just dropped out recently and yep. it was something like 60 percent. now granted he didn't have the same following but 60 percent or something like that will not vote for anybody but yang so what you're mm. seeing is, is you're seeing everybody has their core yep. that refuse to vote for anybody but their person. Right. And that's only going to hurt the Democrats. Yeah. Because with Yang and Bernie, right, if Bernie doesn't get it, a lot of his people that aren't going to vote for anybody else will go back to Trump. Yeah. Yang has a lot of people that were ex-Trumpers that were starting to go for Yang because they want something a little different. Right. But if he's not anymore, they're going back to Trump. Right. right? And and if it's Elizabeth Warren, which it won't be, or Buttigieg. Maybe there's certain factions that refuse to, if you're far left, you're not going to vote for a moderate Democrat. Yeah. So it's just every way you break it down, there's people that aren't going to vote for other yep. people. Yep. They're just not united. And this whole like go blue, no matter who, like it's yeah. not real. No, that's not a real no. statement. So no. it's, it's one of those things that I think they're fucked. And yeah. I think Bernie is super screwed if he gets it. Yeah. I think um, we talked about it on the, the Instagram live the other day. Mm-hmm. 1972, Richard Nixon running for re-election. He won the first election by a very narrow margin. Yep. Very narrow. 500,000 votes, I believe it was. Yeah. So the Democrats went ahead and were like, we need to game plan this and do something different. What they do, the next election, 72, they put in a more socialist-leaning guy. And they thought that that would counter because he was popular and he had his far-left guys going out. Right. Nixon swept. Right. He won that the other dude. I don't even know his name. It's not even important in history, but he won one state. Yeah. And it was completely red. Yeah. And they're saying that everything that's happening right now is indicating that this next election, 2020, could be everything that 1972 was. Yep. Hence the coronavirus. Here we going back to it. No, I'm just saying that's, yep. the, I mean, you got to kill this economy and that you got to crack. A few eggs to make an omelet. Am I right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, well, they also know that there are arrests being that are going to start happening. Roger Stone's going to be pretty much let free. Flynn's no, going to be coming it's out. It's never going to happen, Dave. According to everybody on Instagram, it's not fucking happening. So. Well, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> nobody has the patience to just wait it out. I, like no. we said on the Instagram Live that his next election will probably be where you start seeing right away some mass arrests. Because he has nothing to lose at this point. If he yeah. gets reelected, Trump does. Yeah. 
He's not running again. Right. So the only thing he has to look forward to is a sun running, possibly. So oh, he's yeah. got to maintain a good right. economy and maintain a good... Every, but he right. can just be like, fingers up, bitches. Yeah. Hillary, you're going down. He's going to be like Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get hung. You're going to get hung. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get a noose. You get a noose. Yeah. So nooses you know, for everybody. It's Who knows where it's going to go, man. But it's, it's an interesting thing. The coronavirus is weird. I think uh, if you're talking about collective thinking... Yeah. Collective thinking. Republicans are collectively thinking that Trump is going to win in 2020. Yes, they I, are. I, not just Republicans. I think everybody's thinking that. Well, even yeah. the Democrats. Yeah. The Democrats have came out and said, like, I think it was 60-something, 70% almost said that Trump will win. Yeah. No matter what they do. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, man. All right. Well, it's been a real fascinating conversation. I mean, we it's went all over the place. Yeah, we went we everywhere. Did. I liked yes. it. I liked it. And yet connected with the male genitalia. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, we it learned. all came together. We learned yeah. a lot. We yes, learned we that did. Greg repeatedly gets raped at night yeah. <laughs> uh, by demons. Yeah. Probed, okay? I like to call it probed. 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 That's okay. Probed. And, and they're gentle. They yes. use the lubric- lubrication. <laughs> He's like, stop tickling me. <laughs> it's just so dry. <laughs> how, is, just, how is the lube? Hey, that's the robot. You know, yeah. it's just worth, like, to end it, it's worth, like, you know, evaluating your life. And how can you help others and not be so selfish? And, you know, because I think that's Agreed. that's what it's about, man. Yeah. You don't have to be godly, per se, no. but you have to be willing to do things for other people. Right. Yeah. Think yep. of others. Yeah. So let's collectively think about Trump. Because he will win. Free stuff. OK. Free. Free. Free college. Any closing words, Mr. Radcliffe? I would just say uh, it was good. It's a good discussion. <laughs> Words yeah. from a wise man. Good discussion. Be good to others. Uh, it just benefits yourself in the end. That's yeah. that's the irony of it. The irony is you truly are doing unto others is who you're doing unto yourself. It isn't just do it because that would make things better. It's actually in the spirit that is what's happening. Yeah. And when you don't do it, that's what creates chaos, depression, and uh, all the bad stuff. So. Yeah, I agree. Before we close, yeah, one more time. Let's do it. Uh, no, well, I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Oh. We got to please get on Facebook. Yes. Or, we're actually not on Facebook. Please get on uh, YouTube. Get, get on, on Facebook Instagram. and close your account. Close your account. Yeah, that's actually the smart thing to do. It's better that way. But we are on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Please get on there. Follow, share, like, um, and spread the word. Uh, we need that more than anything. So that's what's going to help us grow, especially YouTube. I want to see YouTube grow. That's the goal for the year, man. Let's get some YouTube in. Yep. 100,000. Let's make some money. Oh, man. <laughs> You'll have to get busy on those little short clips there, Dave. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's this weekend. That's my goal this weekend. I'm going to learn okay. it. I'm going to figure it out. Let's but anyways, Jason, awesome having you on again, man. It's good Raise to be here. your mug. Good to be here. Cheers. All right. Where are we, we go? One. We go all. Wow. We kind of split that up a little bit. Synchronicity. Right have there. a good day. All right. It's just awfully good that Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. American.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.